So on the last episode of the first season, I made some hectic promises. Promises I was hoping we could keep, but I knew deep down that perhaps we wouldn't be able to keep. And I'm very disappointed that we haven't been able to, to keep them. But uh not even sure that you are listening, that you did listen to that episode to know what those promises are. And sometimes it's hard to keep promises if you don't know who is holding you accountable. Um, but even so, if you have made a promise, you need to be able to keep it. So I did say that we'll keep our feed um, with some content while we are taking a season break and recording the new season. So here is a sermon that I preached um, a few months ago. Oh, and the disclaimer, it does contain some Zulu. So if you don't know Zulu, um, you just ask the Holy Spirit to interpret it for you. Or someone, or a friend. I mean, it's a good time to make a friend who knows Zulu. Psalms 23, verse 5. Uti, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Let us but I'm as standards. As you are about to speak to your people, speak first to me and let your people hear your word. Let them be transformed by it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Psalms 23 is probably one of the most well-known verses one of the most well-known psalms in the Bible, and probably one of the most quoted as well. Nami Galiutando, Psalms 23. And I found myself reading the other day and finding interest once again in this chapter, particularly in verse 5. Oti, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, and you anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. And it's very interesting, particularly in the context of the whole psalm. Because when you read, Utavite is lying down in green pastures, and then he goes besides quiet waters, and then he goes through the darkest valleys or the shadows of death, and now God is preparing a table for him. God goes from being a shepherd to being his host. David goes from a time of peace to a time of uncertainty and possibly death. And now he's going to almost a time of victory as God is preparing a table for him. And it just shows the in our Christian walk, in our Christian journey, we will experience ups and downs. We will experience moments of peace and moments of turmoil. Life, our lives will be faced with so much turbulence. But one thing which I like about this psalm is that when he is walking besides the quiet waters, when he is lying down in the green pastures, when he is walking along the darkest valley, when his table is being prepared, God is still there with him. And I'm here to tell you today that whether you're experiencing times of peace, God needs to be your shepherd. And even when you're going through the darkest valley, God needs to remain your shepherd so that you can go through whatever you are going through with the peace and assurance, knowing that you will get through whatever you will get through. But I'm not there. Give verse 5. 
when you, the first section of it, it you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now this is very interesting. It just simply shows what the enemies are there before the table is being prepared. Simply, we can easily assume that because it you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, that means the action is taken in the midst of these people. That means the enemies were already around David, but God now comes and prepares a table in their presence. But God does not chase away David's enemies. He does not send them away. They are uninvited guests, but we don't find anywhere. He then chases them away. Instead, he invites them to sit at the table. And this is very interesting because sometimes we, we may wonder why we are surrounded by so many people who hate us. That the problem is not Uhuti. The problem is that God is not chasing them, but God is inviting them to sit at your table. But don't you worry because God does this for a purpose. A purpose I'm going to explain just now. But when you look at the table setting, the table setting is one of the most intimate places or intimate settings that you can find. You don't just invite anyone to sit at your table. Ginom Ghani, who we've been friends with for almost over a decade, and he's my neighbor. And we do have any group of friends uh, around us, but and when you, if you ask them if they feel part of the family, uh, maybe they wouldn't give you the same answer that I'll give you. Yes, they have been invited to come and sit in the sitting room to watch a TV and offered food, and uh, they've been around the house, but they've never been invited to sit at the table. I've been invited to sit at the table, and because I've been invited to sit at the table, I feel comfortable thinking or knowing, Oguti, I am welcome in that home. I am part of the family. And David, my son, he goes out and sends a message, Oguti, come and eat at the king's table. Now, this is not just an invitation to come eat. No, this is an invitation to be a part of David's family. But he is using the setting of the table to explain or to illustrate how welcome he is in his table. How, how intimate he wants them to be in terms of how close he regards Umefibosheth. You are welcome to sit at my table because now you are part of my family. And now you look at this in the context of the enemies. The setting is a very intimate one. And here, God allows Utavilte to come sit, I mean, his enemies to come sit at the table. Now, this is very interesting. What in Puzamant? This is very interesting to me. Goba, given the setting, the intimate setting of the table, Intoitolayo is, is it gives these enemies ample time, space, and opportunity to do what they want to do with David. Now, enemies are people who don't want any good for you. They want to see you fail. They root for your downfall, but they also want to destroy you. So here God is inviting them to sit at the table, at an intimate place, at an intimate setting, close to David. And in my mind, you would say, here they are, given the opportunity to do what they want to do 
at two with David because they are so close to him. So why aren't they doing anything? Why Benenzi Luto? And then Kumbuza is Kati, see, Sister Bangalas, Abafana, Wawenze Uguti, Sibenama, Sibenama Crash, Mkampim, Mangabela and Jalo, people who were interested in. And so when you've got someone you're interested in, you want to get the time, space, and opportunity to impress them and sometimes even confess what is inside. You have the desire. All you need now is the time, is the space, and the opportunity. And so, when, and so sometimes your friends would go and be your messengers to go and call Lomutu Lona to give you the opportunity which you need to do what your heart desires to do. And so, when you get that opportunity, you have the desire. So now you've got the opportunity. So now use it. And Ustole is Katsako, and Mausubuya, Kobangan Bako, Bayabuza, Wutin Dota, Gwenzali. And then you get Ukali, Uti Ash, Ash Buffet, Yasi, Suevenzalan, Kusueva Fia, Losman Ban, Nomebecha, so I couldn't do what I wanted to do. Besavanganata, our fetu. How come, daughter? When Zaraleni, citizen, need to, but to do what you wanted to do. So why aren't you doing what your heart desires to do? Here's your opportunity, but you galangayo when. Now here, David's enemies are given an opportunity, are given the time, are given the space. So why? Why aren't they doing anything? And probably they'll answer, Ish, Ish, Bafetu, Ish. The problem is that yes, David is here. Yes, we have the time. Yes, we have the opportunity. But there's someone else sitting at the table. There's someone else sitting at the table. Now we want to do this to David. We want to destroy David. But somehow his presence prevents us from doing what we want to do to him. Daniel in the lion's den, surrounded by hungry lions, who wanted to destroy him. And so he spends the whole night with them. And a voice comes and asks him in the morning, Daniel, did the God whom you serve save you from the mouths of the lions? And Daniel, after spending a night in the lion's den, we are, we are, we are Kulumuti, yes, my God who I serve saved me from the mouths of the lions. He came and he closed the mouths of the lions. Notice, he does not say he came and took away their appetite. He did not say he chased them away so that I was alone. But instead, he closed their mouths, meaning that he took away their capacity to do what they desired to do. Yes, they were hungry. Yes, they wanted to destroy Daniel, but they could not because God came and took away their capacity to do so. Don't worry about who sits at your table, even though you may be surrounded by the enemies, but smile and don't worry because there's somebody else who sits at the table and his presence takes away the capacity of your enemies to do what they desire to do to you. So let them surround you. Let them be around you. For God has closed the mouths of the lions. Then it says, you anoint my head with oil. A very interesting uh, text as well. Now, being anointed in Israel in times of old was 
uh, something of the greatest honor. It means meant Uguti. Unkulunkulu had chosen you. Unkulunkulu had set you apart. And Unkulunkulu had elevated you. Now, this is done in the presence of David's enemies. Yes. Now, God has a tendency of elevating you while other people want to see you fall. God has a tendency of picking you up while others are trying to bring you down. That's what I love with my God is that whatever anybody else wants or desires to do with you, they can't do anything so long as God has chosen you. So long as God has favored you, you will be elevated in the presence of your enemies. And here David has been chosen, has been set apart. And I just want to say to us, we have also been chosen. For you are a royal priesthood. A chosen generation. You have been anointed, set apart. Therefore, being set apart means that you have to set an example. Now, being different is very hard. Doing something different is very hard, even though you are doing the right thing. If I had to give an instruction, and then everybody else sits down. Why is everybody else sitting down? Am I the one in the wrong? You heard the instruction. The, the problem is not in, with your ears or the problem is not with the instruction. The problem is with everybody else who is sitting down. But because everybody else is sitting down and you are the one who is different, it becomes harder for you to be different in the midst of those who are doing the same thing, even though it might not be the right thing. Today you are laughed at for being different. You are mocked if you want to wait until marriage. You are mocked for not drinking or doing drugs or smoking. You are doing the right thing. But because everybody else is going this side, going the wrong way, then it becomes a mockery to those who do the right thing. But then we miss the point that being setting an example means that you are supposed to show those who are in the wrong what is right. The problem with us is that we see the world going that way and we have become so self-conscious that even though we are doing the right thing, we feel so bad about ourselves. Just like Israel, they were chosen meant to show everybody else what, how to obey that is the king of kings. But then they saw everybody going that way and they went that way. But... We, but they missed the point that they were set apart. Your responsibility and duty as a church, as an individual, is to go the separate way, is to set an example so that others may see. But how can those who have the light follow those who walk into darkness, who don't know the way? You are set apart, so set an example. Then it says, my cup overflows my cup overflows if I had a cup and then and then what will happen it will start to overflow so David is trying to tell us that his cup is already full but God is continuing to pour God is continuing to pour 
blessings on top of blessings, abundance on top of abundance. When you pour and it starts to overflow, you stop yourself. But God is showing no signs of stopping. He is continuing to pour. For when God has chosen you, He will continue to add blessings upon blessings, prosperity upon us, prosperity, abundance upon abundance in the presence of your enemies. They want to see you fail, but God will make you prosper. Amen. I used to have, I used to, in Yakumbula, the first time, I think it was in your game. I'd never seen so much food in my life. And then my friends called me to play. And then just to be clear, they were from the royal house. Okay. I had friends in the royal house. I had friends in the royal house. But so my friends called me and then I don't see any any toys, any ball or anything like that. That's what I was used to playing with. Instead, Bapete or drink. Why need a drink? And then they start to open, and then Then they start pouring each other. But And so to drink, and then I start pouring them. I start playing around with the drink, and yes, there were regrets during the week. But that time, I couldn't care less about their drink simply because there was an abundance of level drinking. There was an abundance and because there was abundance, I could not care any less. And this is what is happening with David. His cup is overflowing. He's prospering. He is experiencing abundance on top of abundance, even in the presence. Of his enemies. Amen. But I think you missed it in verse 1 when he says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want in your visions. Yes. In, in my version, it says, I lack nothing. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. My cup overflows. Come on, guys. Amen. Verse 1 gives you the answer. For the question you might have been asking yourself in verse 5. Why is David's cup overflowing? David's cup was already filled. David's cup was already full. He answers you in verse 1. That the Lord is my shepherd. Therefore I shall not need anything. I shall not want anything. I lack nothing. For he is all I need. And so long as I have Jesus in my life. I shall not want or need anything. The issue with us 
is that we want everything, but in our pursuit of everything, we gain nothing. But here is the solution to your problems, is that Jesus should be your everything. So long as you have Jesus in your life, you don't need anything. You don't need anyone. He's all you need, and He's the all your cup needs to be full. And so when Jesus is pouring on top of David's cup, his cup is already full with God. God has already occupied his life. And so everything else becomes an added blessing. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. For everything else shall be added unto you. Priority number one is having God in your life. Then everything else, it does not matter. You don't need it. But when God starts to pour, it will start to overflow. And so, one thing, perhaps, uh, I know I've been mentioning the enemies, but to David, he only mentions the enemies once. He says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Those enemies are mentioned because they are there. But David does not care about those enemies. Hence, he does not give them the airtime. We should notice, we should understand, the enemies don't matter. Whoever sits at the table does not matter. So long as Jesus is seated with us, with our fool, that's all that should matter. The affair was between God and David. From when he starts leading him in verse 1 to this table, it's always been between God and himself. Nobody else mattered, even though they were there. But David does not care because God is sitting at the table. And if you notice, having read the whole psalm, something I noticed namely this morning, I was like, wow, I did not notice this. Uti, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides the quiet water, refreshes my soul and all that. And he, 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 until he comes to the valley of the shadow of darkness. Then he stops referring or talking about him. Then he starts talking to him. He says, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And then it says, you prepare a table before me. You anoint my head with oil. So why? The changes of tone between David. Why is he talking about him in the first place and then talking to him? We can easily assume that at first, while he was experiencing a time of peace, there were people around him, so he could then share about Unkulunkulu Eti. He, you know, this God who I serve, he, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. But as he enters, the valley of the shadow of darkness or the valley of the shadow of death. It seems now David is all alone. Everybody else has started to desert him. And now he starts to talk to Nkulunkul. He stops talking about him and starts to talk to Nkulunkul. Don't you worry when they have left you, when you are experiencing tough times. Don't you worry when they have left you alone, when you are experiencing moments of doubt and uncertainty. For he, for when he is with you, he will comfort you in the valley of the shadow of death. He will be with you and for his rod and staff will comfort you in the midst of all the evil which surrounds you. And you will come out with God 
and they will be waiting for you, your enemies. But he will come and prepare a table, a table of celebration, a table of victory. And then, he will start to anoint you with oil. He will start to pour on top of your cup simply because you remain faithful to him and you walk with him hand in hand. Oh, let me walk with God. Oh, I did not greet you as I started the sermon. Therefore, I greet you in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I hope you're blessed by that. Um, please do share it with your friends, with your family, with a stranger, whoever it is that you can share it with. And guys, um, please do follow us on TikTok. We are, we are posting a whole lot of content there. TikTok and Instagram at youthful 12 underscore ZA. Um, you find some devotions there, which can keep you blessed every Sunday. Um, and we are planning a social event. And you can find out more about that on our social media pages at youthful 12 underscore ZA. So please do make sure that you follow us there. Bye.